Hello! Um, welcome to the show. The show called... I don't know. Cause I- I don't, man. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how I'm gonna do this thing. You know, we'll see. So, I wanted to start a podcast for a long while now. I actually really fell in love with, like, the editing processes, even though I'm not the best at it, but, like, you know, I'm just trying to do my best, like, everyone. And I, I guess I finally got a kick in the ass, because I'm, I, like, had a bunch of plans going through the making, and then I would never commit to them, and I just wanted to, like, at least give myself a shot to where I could be doing this. And, you know, it's, like, really one of my favorite things to do. Maybe not- I don't actually really like the sound of my own voice, but, like, it's so fun to work on a project like this, and I just wanted to be able to do that and just have fun with it and kind of do my own thing. And this is kind of, like, the beginning of what I want to do, in a way. And I'm going to talk a little bit about myself, like, more as an introduction. Um, school stuff, life, you know, just, like, basic things, pretty much. I don't really know how long I want to make these, uh, episodes for. I don't even know how consistent I'll be in them. Um, but I really wanted to at least give myself a shot within this. Uh, so I guess I'll start with my self-introduction. Um, my name is Cheyenne. I'm not gonna say my last name, but you know if you know. <laughs> um, I'm a Native American. I'm part of the Cayuse, Umatilla, Walla Walla, and Nez Perce tribes. But I'm currently enrolled in the Confederated Tribes of the Umatilla Indian Reservation. And... That's a little more backstory on me. I am part white. I, I'm a quarter white on my dad's side, which I'm not very sure. I want to say there's French and German. I know there's more in there, but you know. Um, I, I'm the youngest of four on my mom's side, three on my dad's. I don't know my oldest sister on my dad's side really well, but me and my only full-blooded sister is the closest in age to me so we we get along pretty well i think and i just kind of wanted to explain and elaborate more about why i want to do this or why i want to wanted to start now but i'm uh i guess you could say this is just going to be like a fun side project for me And I really want it to be, maybe not a traditional, like, podcast in a sense, but more like, kind of how I talk to my friends and family. Like, how me and my sister would talk, or me and my niece, or me and my really good friends. And I just kind of wanted that to be more of my style, I guess. 
and I guess the more I get into it a lot of this is like about like or is gonna be more about like life the random topics I feel like um how my day was you know pretty like mundane random stuff that you know it's not gonna be for everyone but it's for me so that sucks for you <laughs> um so really oh also i guess i'm i should tell you how old i am because i'm an age i am indeed an age uh i'm currently 19 years old I was born in March 24th, which makes me an Aries. So I'm kind of chaotic, I guess. I think that's what they are. I think that's what people think Aries are. Mostly chaotic, which is like, you know, kind of true. <laughs> chaotic, but in a chill way, I feel like is the best way. And you know, I'm in college currently. I'm in my second year of college. Um, you know, I'm going to college for... Applied linguistics, that's what I'm majoring in. I'll probably end up getting a minor in Spanish just because I'm like, I keep taking Spanish classes. You can't stop me, I'm gonna keep taking them and take them until I'm 87 and still not be able to speak Spanish at all. And just be saying tango hombre all the time, you know? Donde esta la biblioteca? <laughs> that's stupid, I'm dumb. But, um, I don't know, a lot of my humor is pretty weird because I like weird, dumb things that make not a lot of sense, but a lot of sense. Because, like, if you knew- if you know me and you know, like, my sense of humor, you're like, why? Why are you like this? But, you know, I feel like that's everyone. Everyone has a weird sense of humor and it doesn't matter. There's always one thing that's gonna make you laugh and that thing's always gonna be really weird or incredibly normal. And, you know, I've got off topic. I got off topic. Whoops. Um, what was I talking about? Uh, college. We were talking about college and university. And then I went off on a tangent about Spanish. Yeah. But I'm in a university right now. I actually only did one year of community college. Um, because I thought it would be better if I actually went to a university and was like, yeah. But... I don't know, I kind of live my life very, like, mediocre and really passive at times. And a lot of my, like, big life decisions are, <laughs> are spur of the moment, like, I'm gonna do this. And honestly, it works, it works out pretty well for me most of the time. I'm really lucky and really fortunate that I have an amazing family to fall back on if none of my things work out. But... I don't know, I guess what I mean by mediocre is I kind of did what everyone expected me to do without really going off of it. Because I am I am the youngest um, of both my parents, even though my father has passed on. He passed when I was very young. But, you know, it happens. It happens. I'm... It's more difficult to talk about that. I might talk about that later in like a different episode about like how my father being gone has <laughs> fucked me up in some kind of way. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna try and stick with like 
just myself and an introduction for now and like trying to explain to you about why I'm going to college and what I mean by living a mediocre life. Um, so I guess I'm, I'll try to explain that here in a second. Give me like two seconds. Alright, so I kind of figured out more, like, how to better, um, explain the whole, like, mediocre life. Because I know that's, like, a weird thing to say, because, like, no one has a mediocre life. But, like, everyone has a mediocre life, you know? But, um, I'm kind of going to start, like, probably further back than I need to. So, um, just so you know that that'll probably happen. But, um... I guess I'll kind of start in elementary school. In elementary school, I was I was what you would call um, a smart kid, but I had a lot of uh, tension problems and I couldn't sit still and I got in trouble a lot for it. So um, my mom had a lot of trouble, like kind of raising me, and she she d- it was very hard for her to raise me. I guess not in like the way where she was like, I'm gonna give up, I'm gonna (laughs) put her out to pasture. (laughs) Um, But it was more like she just needed help. And uh, so we went to the doctor and I was diagnosed with um, ADHD. I was put on medication for it, which actually ended up helping a lot. And I can't remember when I was diagnosed or like how. But um, even sooner than that, before my ADHD uh, diagnosis, um, my father had passed. He passed when I was three or four. Um, my sister was five, so I must have been. I must have just turned four. Yeah, I think I just turned four. But. He had passed in a drunk driver accident. Once again, I'm probably going to make an episode on that further in the future. Maybe I'll invite my sister. But, um... Moving throughout, um... I guess I did, like, pretty well. I just had, like, attention class. Or, not attention class. I wasn't in attention class or speech therapy. But I, like... I was medicated, basically. <laughs> But I was always reading. I love to read. I still do, even though I don't make time for it anymore. But reading was really, like, probably my biggest safe haven. And it was, like, kind of a way to escape. Uh, I don't want to make it sound like I've been through it, but... (laughs) Um, I used reading as a coping mechanism for sure. And so I was always reading above my grade level, you know, all of us smart kids out there. And uh, and that everything was going really good. Uh, third grade, um, the summer between second and third grade, um, I had fell asleep in the sun. And little did I know, I triggered... Um, some genetics. I don't know if that's the right word if I triggered my genetics, but basically I 
I didn't have vitiligo, and then I did. <laughs> and I got it. Um, my mom said it started on my scalp and then spread onto my face. So basically half of my face has no pigment. And that's kind of like what vitiligo is. You don't have pigment. A lot of people get it on their hands and their knees, which are like, um, which often rub onto things, you know. But mine happened on my face because I got a sunburn for the first time in my entire life. And then I would proceed to get sunburns every summer afterwards. Because <laughs> I don't know how to put on sunscreen. So third grade was a big year for me because I got glasses and vitiligo. I didn't get super bullied for my vitiligo because like, you know, you can't control that. And also my sister was a bully, so like... I say my sister was a bully, I was also probably a bully. I was just more sensitive about it. <laughs> but my sister really stood up for me, despite the fact that she was my biggest tormentor. <laughs> um, uh, elementary school, I remember I had to go to like the school counseling person a lot. Oh my god, I almost forgot. Um, we had native language classes specifically for like native students because our elementary school had like the highest like population of the native students. So um, you would like stay after school and then go to that. And so I was doing that and smile. Everyone remembers smile. What is it? Like science, math, and something? Science, math... Now I need to know what it is. One second, I'm gonna look it up. No, that's not what it is. Um, what does smile mean? Oh, well, I... I know it's like... Uh, Maybe I need to capitalize it all once again. I'm sorry, this got off topic, but I need to know now. Nope, that's not what I'm looking for. Oh, did I find it? I think I might have found it. Science, math, investigative learning experiences. That does not sound like what it was supposed to mean. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, I was in that club um, with all the other smart kids. I remember getting that piece of paper because they just left it on your desk for you to find. And then it was like so weird because only a couple students had them. So you would look and you'd be like try to like look at the other kids who had papers on their desk and they're like I don't know <laughs> and you're like did we all get in trouble for something we did but I was in that I was in Native American language club I guess you would call it a club I guess these are clubs now I'm I'm referring to them as clubs from now on so Native American language club would show up and um it'd be right after school so I'd be like kind of antsy and I just want to move and my sister was in this club because it was like an all ages thing. So there would be literally like 
kindergarten or not kindergarten i don't think kindergarten but first grade through like fifth graders all together and i my sister would be there with me but sometimes i would get too distracted one of the times i got way too distracted and i got kicked out <laughs> i got kicked out of native american language club because I couldn't pay attention as like a third grader. <laughs> uh, it's so rough. And then I like, I got kicked out into the hallway because I was being disruptive apparently. I don't know what they're talking about. But I got kicked out in the hallway and then I had to wait in the hallway until the class was over and I got kicked out literally like 15 minutes after classes started. So I sat in the hallway for like 30, 45 minutes on my own and this is not to sound old but this was before I could have a phone or I probably could have had like a flip phone but probably didn't so I kind of like was like alright that kind of sucks was incredibly embarrassed went home to my grandfather's on the bus with my sister and my sister was mad because I got kicked out and I had cried because I got kicked out. But then I guess I I couldn't go. So then I would just, anytime there was um, Native American Language Club, I would just go home without my sister on the regular school bus. You know, that was kind of awesome. Very shameful. <laughs> Very ashamed of that. But then, um, I don't know, it's like those little moments that can make you feel the worst. I remember, I have this very vivid memory now that I think about it, where um, one of my math teachers in fifth grade, um, he was collecting work and a lot of kids didn't do it. I think we just found the assignment really hard or some of us didn't do our homework like um, me. <laughs> so I ended up, what he was doing, he was like, kind of doing a thing where he was like wow you're a lazy toad um you're a lazy toad every time someone was like or he asked why you didn't turn it in and then it got to me I was probably like one of the last people in like seating chart wise so then it was like he was like well why didn't you do it and I was like oh because I'm a lazy toad he was like that's not funny and I was like cool so I just kind of had to sit there and like pretend like that didn't happen I guess I don't know I I was just probably overly sensitive and he it was probably just like you need to stop messing around it's not funny but you know I didn't understand that at the age I was I don't know how old you are in fifth grade I don't know how old you are ever but we'll move on to more of my middle school experience So in middle school, I kind of stuck more to myself, I guess. Um, a lot of my childhood friends I grew up with were starting to form new connections and bonds with uh, their their friends or the new people we met at school since we went from having like people being from four different elementary schools to one middle school. So you're meeting a whole lot of new people, your schedule has changed from going back and forth between two classrooms to going back and forth between a huge building. 
and a lot of that was pretty weird and then um I don't know I guess I was always like really embarrassed about myself but like that kind of translated into school and then middle school's harder you have more assignments to do you have more responsibilities and I was having trouble I had just stopped taking my meds I want to believe yeah I just stopped so then I'm in a in foreign territory without medication <laughs> oh that sounds awful it really wasn't that bad I did pretty well um cause I maybe I didn't do all my homework but I I was a really good test taker so any test I took basically out balanced out all my non fin- unfinished assignments why did I try to say non I'm stupid no I'm not stupid I just wasn't thinking there you go. Gotta build yourself up, kids. <laughs> and um, I actually I dropped math class because I was in the higher math classes, but then I had to drop down into the regular math classes because I couldn't keep up. Or that's what they said. No, I was supposed to do all my work, but I didn't do all my work. So they were like, maybe you'll feel better if you go into the lower math class. And I was like, maybe I will. I did not. <laughs> I just I just still do really well on tests. And um Middle school was just like a weird time. Cause like I had friends. I guess you could say I was like kind of friends with everyone, which is kind of a cop-out. But like it was a time of like people moving on I guess because my closest friend and still to this day is my is my cousin Trinity and we were always really close but she's a year older than me so I like didn't have like she was always gonna like kind of I guess we were always gonna kind of grow apart because of that age gap because when you're in school I'm a 5th grader, she's a 6th grader. We're not in the same building anymore. We don't even see each other after class, before class, or in between. The only time we see each other is on the weekends, after I call my mom on the school phone. (laughs) Asking if I can go spend the night. But, um... I think we both did really well. I think... I didn't put myself out there as much as I probably should have. I probably should have tried to make more like long-lasting friendships. I still have friends that I talk to. I'm not saying that I don't have friends. I just don't have a lot of like really close friends, I guess. But middle school was weird. Um, my sister was crazy, like even more crazy than she usually was. So that was that was weird. Um, I got my first period in like 7th grade in computer science I didn't turn in like a single assignment for um, do we call it workshop? maybe we called it workshop Um, I was in band for a year, I played the snare drum I was the only one who could stay on beat and I even played uh, I think it's called a marimba but it's basically like a giant xylophone and anytime me and my like um 
my TA would like go practice, we would pretty much just play Mario Kart on our on my DSI cuz that was cool like that. Um, it was weird. I wasn't no, I definitely wasn't popular. I was not popular. But I was like friends with everyone. I was on good terms and good standing with everyone. So that was pretty cool. And then, um, you know what? Let's just jump into high school. Why not? You heard. Or I guess I. That's not really important, but I was. I TA'd for the library. Get you a girl. <laughs> Do you even know the Dewey Decimal System? <laughs> but, moving on. High school. Um, my freshman year. There's two high schools you can go to. There's like. The Native American, like, based high school. It's called Nikiawe. Or there's a there's a more native way to say it, but I'm not going to try it right now because my throat shot. But Nikiawe, I want to say it's community school. NCS, yeah. Nikiawe community school. Um, that was, like, the more native school. Like, they're more focused on, like, tradition and sports and their classes were easier so like a lot of native students were like am I gonna go to Pendleton high school where that's like the bigger school where more people go to or am I gonna go to Nikiawe um some went to Nikiawe I don't remember who I didn't go to Nikiawe um I went to PHS my sister was already at PHS for a while and my brother had also gone to PHS. So that was freaking cool. But he was already graduated by the time I was even in school. But um, I was with my sister for like a year. Um, freshman year, we I would go with her to lunch all the time because her friends had a car and could drive. So we went off campus. I got to eat um, Jack in the Box chicken sandwiches. You know, just living the dream as a freshman. And, and I freshman year kind of sucked. I failed my first class ever. And it was health. I failed health, guys. That's embarrassing. I should be ashamed. Health was literally the easiest class and I failed it. I think I just didn't like my teacher, so I wasn't doing my homework out of spite to, like, yeah, show him. But, like, you know who got showed? <laughs> Me. <laughs> and it was just... I don't know. High school was still very weird. Everything's weird. Because, you know, I can't think of a better word. But... I don't know. I think I liked high school for the most part. I didn't get embarrassed as often because like how how do you get embarrassed when you fail health? <laughs> um, basically throughout school I I was a sophomore and I had these really good friends they were really cool loved them to this day I don't talk to them that much anymore because you know whatever I don't know why I just don't I just don't talk to anyone anymore so that's cool. <laughs> But, um, I was smoking. It was my choice. Totally my choice. I'm just, I probably shouldn't have been, but I was. And honestly, my grades were really great that year. 
not saying, not implying anything. My grades were great that year. And, um, I guess before that, I should say, I was, I went to a summer camp, a pre-collegiate summer camp for Native American youth called Colorado University Upward Bound, or CUB. And that really changed my life, because it was like, it was getting me ready for college, but also like my next school year. So then by the time I was in science or like literature or whatever, I would have already like taken parts of that class. So like then I could kind of take it easy. And then I got moved up in science. So I went from having or being in average science to going up to um higher science or honors I guess is what it's called so that was really cool I love that love that for me Mm. I made some cool friends over in Colorado they're freaking awesome love them um I still Um, I'll, I'll talk about it more, but I ran into some people before and it was awesome. And high school, my last year of high school, I really didn't have to do any classes. They told me I had to take English for, but like I had already like supplemented that with like the classes seniors take after they failed English for. So that's, I had already taken all those classes because I'm a huge literature nerd. Not like a huge one, but I'm a nerd in like some respects. Maybe not like I know everything about this, but like more in the like, oh, I can appreciate that and learn from that. And that's really cool. So calling myself like a literature nerd is like a really big stretch for me. I just like to soak in information like a sponge. (laughs) But... Where was I? Where was I? Um, literature. Um, I was supposed to not have the last class. So the only class I needed to take was civics, but I had already taken half of my civics credit in summer school because I went to summer school because I had to get a supplement for my health because I failed that class. And you need that class to graduate. So I took that part of my civics and then I want to say another because I was just like well I'm here might as well get shit done and so that was really good I did pretty well with that I even took like CS120 which I would have failed but I was able to get out of that without like it being on my college record but I don't know but I guess I should talk more about- I already talked about my friend's situation already, but, you know, I'll elaborate a little bit more. Um, I have little friends. <laughs> or, it's not fucked up. It's not. I do have friends I genuinely care about a lot, but I just don't talk to them that much. But I, if they asked me, I would murder people. And that's on period. <laughs> and- You know, I have my childhood friends that I still talk to. They're freaking awesome. I love them so much. Maybe we'll get one of them on here to talk about, I don't know, something random. 
talk about something cool. And, um, oh, dude, this is really sad, but, um, I had talked to my really good close friend and cousin, uh, Trinity, I mentioned her before, um, but one day she asked me, do you have a best friend? And I was like, I thought we were best friends. (laughs) And it, like, it was, like, so weird to, like, not be on the same page, but, like, I understand why it was because she's like well you're my cousin first and foremost so like you can't really be my best friend and I was like ah shit you right and same because she's friends with my cousin on my mom's side and she's on my dad's side so they're friends but they're both my cousins but they're not related and that's cool so I get it and then I have another really close friend Vincent but like I don't know, we don't really talk enough to be best friends, but I guess we kind of are. It's not official, but we're kind of best friends. So I was like, I guess I don't really have a best friend then. And that was really sad for me. Um, It's fine though, it's fine. Everything's fine. (laughs) Um, And then moving more on to my family. um, I kind of told you guys a little bit about it. My mom's a single parent. She had three baby daddies. My dad, my sister's dad, and my brother's dad. Um, The youngest out of us. And I guess I was kind of always expected to be the smart one because I read. (laughs) But I I think they're all really smart. All my siblings are super smart. Um, My oldest sister, JC, she's incredibly intelligent when it comes to art because she she's our little artist and she does really amazing work um absolutely beautiful and she is more of the traditional one like native speaking so she knows how to like sew make dresses bead uh, moxins you name it she can do it i bet you she could do it um my brother brennan he's second oldest um he's really smart like in- incredibly so like basically conspiracy theory smart you know like so intense like such an intense like deep thinker that like you don't expect it almost because he's like so quiet but once you get like him talking about that it's so incredible to like just listen to his, his thoughts and I don't know, I was I was always incredibly impressed with that. Even though um son barely graduated. <laughs> That's a dick move. I shouldn't be calling him out like that. He probably won't even listen to this. But that's kinda like with all my siblings. Like they were all kind of barely graduated. But like, no, I get it. I was almost like that. If I'd just been a little more lazy, I probably could have been like that. But moving on. My sister Lexi, who's my only full-blooded sister, um, and the closest in age to me, were 18 months apart, I think? I want to say 18 months. But anyway, we're extremely close. Because um, JC had to do more like raising, and Brennan was more or less bullied by our dad. So he didn't really like us when we were younger. And then JC had to watch us all the time because my mom was out drinking which she's sober now so woo so is jc woo we're stoked for that we're we're so happy to see it 
and I don't know. It was just. I think it was hard for them growing up, JC and Brendan, because they were already had to be more like more or less adults at the age they were. And then, I mean, Lexi, you like just literally came into the world. No one expected me. I was a surprise. And I ripped out my mom's uterus. Sorry, mom. You can tell people about how I ripped out your uterus. But, I don't know. It was just, it's so cool to, like, kind of look back and be like, wow, I was a little demon child. And now I'm a little demon adult. <laughs> little is subjective, but, you know. Journeys. Um, I also wanted to kind of touch on, like, shame i guess shame is a really really like huge part of my life and i would not be the same person without shame um i grew up constantly embarrassed and ashamed of literally anything i could possibly do (laughs) you name it i could have been embarrassed about it um i just you guys I'm sure all of us have felt this, but that feeling in your chest that won't go away when your face gets hot and you just feel like itchy and like sticky and you want to move, but you know you can't. That feeling. That feeling has been part of me since like day one. <laughs> or not day one, actually. I didn't care until probably third grade. Third grade. Once again, big year, third grade. <laughs> Um, really um, I was so embarrassed about like just being myself and like I'm trying to learn now how to let go of that and how to be like my own person um, shame's always gonna be a huge part of me I think just from like my formative years I'm always going to remember that feeling, that disgusting feeling. And, you know, I think that's okay. I think it's okay that I remember it. I don't think it's okay that I hold on to it. And I'm trying, I'm going to try really hard to be better at that. And even now, I'm going to try and share some of those moments with you guys. To whoever listens to this podcast and is like, "Mm, she's not annoying. (laughs) Um, But I'm... I really just want to make this like a safe space for myself so like I can feel good about like not being embarrassed here and I know that's not like what everyone wants or what everyone wants to hear but you there I'm sure there's plenty of other like amazing podcasters out there who's like who's probably very good you know I'm just beginning so this is just the beginning (laughs) and I just really want to thank anyone who listened all the way to the end because I'm just realizing that this is forever. I talked a lot. And you know, I look forward to making my next one. Um, thank you for listening. I'm Cheyenne. I'm an Aries.